1: All right, all you Stu's Wrestling fans out there, we got Stu's Wrestling Podcast coming up for you. This is Angry Alan Funk, from WCW, WWE, and TNA coming at you. You better watch Stu's Wrestling Podcast, brother, or you're going to get one of
0: those. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host,
1: Stu Palmer. My guest for episode 113 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast is none other than the head honcho, the owner of Powered4.tv, it's Mr. John Scott. John has been around the business in many different roles for many, many years. So much knowledge, a fountain of knowledge of the UK wrestling scene, and it was great, it was great to delve into the history of him being in the business. Running Powered4.tv, it truly is the Netflix of wrestling. If you want to subscribe, head over to Powered4.tv, it is $7.99 a month, you get so much content and obviously with so many promotions from the UK and the US, I implore you to subscribe if you like independent wrestling. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode because we've got a lot to get through with the head Show. the owner of Powered4.tv, Mr. John Scott. Enjoy. My guest today, owner of Powered4.tv, it's Mr. John Scott. Now this, I should have done this interview with you a long time ago, but we're here today. And yes, John, I'm going to get straight into it actually. How has it been? Obviously shows back up and running. I know you've been very active on the live circuit as well with the wrestling. So yeah, currently what's been happening You know, in more recent times as well?
0: Mate, very, very busy. Uh, as you can imagine, the, uh, the scene has picked up quite a lot. So I've been, uh, I've been back out on the road. But, you know, I can't, I can't complain too much because compared to where we was, you know, I'll take this any day of the week to have my, my pick of what show I need to go and, uh, and, and uh, be, be in the presence of. So, yeah, it's been very busy, powered for, and uh, But then again, I'm just so happy that so many promotions are up and running. And shows that have been flying off the hook, really, for us. There's so many shows going on currently. Um, Literally last week, I think there was like, you know, at least a good seven, and that's just on Powered Four. So there's a lot going on. There's always a lot of choice, but um, I'm happy for it and uh, busy in a good way, Stu. Busy in a a good way. And then I'm really happy to be on your show, mate. I'm finally here. (laughs) I said said the same to Ticking it off. They said the same to Clapper because that, that, yeah.
1: that was the running joke. Am I not good enough to come on and all this? So we had all this <laughs> going back and on, but yeah, yeah, we're finally here. Yes. Yeah, you've been at the progress shows and you've been doing media and stuff like that and interviewing the guys there. So, yeah, how have the progress shows been? Obviously, Lee McAteer and Martin Best have took over, they've t- took over the ship now. So, yeah, how's that been? Because they've been their shows have been flying out as well. Yeah,
0: I was there on the first one, uh, and I've i've been going to them ever since actually so when they came back in january which of course uh you know mr mcateer and martin had um pretty much made made the statement and uh announced that they were taking over and uh yeah it's been really good mate i mean i, I was a bit of a progress fan anyway so I, I would have gone regardless but to do a bit of media there has um been quite nice you know it's uh it's nice to, to do that in person uh, rather than, you know, as good as sharing a screen is, but it's actually nice to be in front of a wrestler for a change and have those conversations. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been good. I've uh, managed to have a few chats with the uh, the custodians, as they like to be called, for progress. They like that, that word a lot, not the owners. Um, Martin and Lee, and that was pretty good fun. Uh, along with uh, Mr. Jonathan Gresham, who now is the current progress champion as well. Uh, and a few others on top as well but it's been good mate uh just nice to be there as a fan and just watch all the wrestling again especially back in the ballroom because uh it's got kind of a feel that you don't get in too many other places uh i was there for the 10th anniversary which was back in the garage very very uh <clears throat> very tight venue i mean this was quite claustrophobic it was sort of like a real throwback you know couldn't have been any more than you couldn't have squeezed any more into this place Stu I tell you to watch this show but it was good there was like it was an old sort of way of doing it there was no there was no big entrance it was just like the wrestler walks out from the side at the back he comes in uh, but it was, a, it was a great night Cara Noir and Dragon Off really great match really intense hard hitting stuff and uh, Gresham and Warren Banks who I'm quite a big fan of on the scene anyway so yeah, really nice, mate. Really nice. And uh, like I say, just happy to be in and around all that again. Uh, what about other promotions,
1: John? I know you've been doing stuff, you know, aside from Progress out just to, just to let the listeners and viewers know, man, what, you, what else you've been doing. Because I know it's been great. It's been great for you with all these shows back up and running.
0: Yeah, well, we've got obviously DNA Pro Wrestling, which I do a bit of producing at as well. So uh, it's good to finally, because we've been talking about it for such a long time. But again, like you can only talk so much without getting a little bit, little bit bored and waiting for the action to, to actually happen. So that came back like last October, and we've had another two shows since. And it's been pretty good very happy to be involved with them again we've, we've taken on a few new promotions as well uh new actually new promotions in general that have come along there's a promotion called no mercy you might have seen some bits and pieces of um recently there's another one that we a lot of people are calling pew because it's p-e-w so one's calling it pew uh which has been pretty decent as well um but yeah i've been mate there's so much going on catch, catch pro wrestling uh, another one that's sort of like been in and around for such a long time but actually getting a chance to see that a bit more as well so yeah just just loads going on mate i will forget so many that's the problem with powered for at the moment is there's so many promotions that i i even forget where i am um, <laughs> half the time and uh, <laughs> you know you know what it's like Stuart. yeah you know what it's yeah. like you forget somebody but it's in in general mate i have literally just been showing up most times not really doing as much media stuff but just just observing as a fan Mm. and uh engaging in that way because sometimes you know it's one thing to see it on powered for but it's another to see it live and uh, i always tell people you know it's two different experiences you know one experience like rcwa that i um was involved with at the start of the year you know it's one thing to be there live and it was really ramped up and the atmosphere was crazy for this will osprey return to his hometown but then when you go and watch it again on powered four with the commentary and all the rest of it it's like a different vibe the angles it's more like a tv type of perspective so you get kind of like two different experiences sometimes of uh, of live shows so yeah all good mate all good
1: now, you've been around the business for a long, long time. Obviously, as I've got to know you. You know, you've told me where you were. So yeah, yes, I'm gonna go. Let's go back. Let's go right back because oh, I mate, know you're gonna show my age. Uh, you're all right. You're not this that. Is, this is why it's got me on here. You're not that old. You're not that much older than me, actually. You know, there's not much. There's not <laughs> much between us. But yeah, you have done a lot. And yeah, just going right back to like the inception of you getting involved with the business because I know the viewers and listeners will love to hear this. Obviously, I know a lot about it. But yeah, so let the viewers and listeners know. How it started for you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it it started a long, long time ago, as you can imagine. About the year of um, of, of 2000 to 2001, which was uh, then the old FWA. I think most people will uh, have heard of it at some point, um, which was mainly based at York Hall. In Bethnal Green, London, it was quite an established promotion. It's probably one of very few promotions back then. I know it's probably hard for people to understand given the current climate that we're in now. But back then, you probably had the FWA, WAW. um, You might have had Hammerlock around, Mm. All-Star Wrestling. There wasn't like this whole variety that we get now. So it was very much like the exclusive place to go and watch an alternative if you will from the american stuff was to go down to london and watch the fwa and um you know i was having a chat with um, i think it might have been doug recently he was talking about like the ticket prices back then and how how expensive they were like considering like of, of the year and everything compared to today but you were looking at tickets around 40 to £50, pounds, Stu. I mean, hell. It, was, I was, I wasn't yeah, expecting, it was premium, prices I, wasn't premium expecting, prices. I wasn't expecting you to say that at all. I thought it yeah, be 30 or um, something like that. But, but again, it was like, it was the demand. The mm. demand was there. Yeah. There wasn't as many. So it was like, um, I remember the ownership at the time used to feel like if um, if we really want to call ourselves, you know, the professional wrestling of the UK, then we need to... We need to value ourselves in the same way. So that was their kind of outlook. And um, I mean, it, it drew. So who am I to say it was too expensive? But um, it, it, yeah, it was kind of, it's, it's interesting to look back at as those were the ticket prices where, where we're at today, which is, you know, pretty much in the big scheme of things is pretty affordable, uh, I would say for the indie. Um, if you've got a family, for instance, you know, it's much more affordable to go to an indie show be up a little bit closer to the wrestlers than it is you know a top show that will come over i mean crazy money these these days like the last wwe show i went to it was like it's it's quite a big uh, it's quite a big toll to take out of a family of four you know that are gonna book down for those kind of things so yeah i got started um i used to go down and watch the fwa as you can imagine uh, as much as i could back then and um used to have a um, this this is showing my age now because of course this is this is before youtube this is before even facebook um forget twitter not a thing but um i used to have like a a newsletter on aol if anyone can remember that <laughs> uh, dial up Man, these times were hard because, <laughs> hey, you, you couldn't just get a video or send it to your no. mate after it was done. And if you did, you'd probably spend about four days just trying to download the damn thing. This was a time when even a song would take about three hours to get off the internet. So, completely different time. But I used to have a newsletter. Um, it was called, I'm trying to think of the name of it, it was called um, something really cheesy, like I think it was Bust the Hitman or something like that. <laughs> 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 and uh aol used to have these chat rooms back then used to have like a wrestling chat room go in there and talk wrestling And i used to uh, congregate a load of readers and subscribers to a newsletter that i set up and uh, myself and another guy who was the partner at the time of the newsletter we used to go around to shows and review and uh, basically it was like a a, a very a very C-list sort of Dave Meltzer newsletter for the UK thing. So there just wasn't a whole lot going on at the time. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting in in through that way with uh, a few of the guys at the FWA. And um, like I say, very different back then. K Fave was still pretty much taken quite serious. You couldn't You couldn't just rock up and, you certainly wasn't going to be invited into the back <laughs> by the the guys back then it was uh it was actually you know it was very uh us and them and you didn't really know the inner workings as much as it is today which even back then i think i always used to think was quite exposed but compared to today it's, uh, it's like a very different world to that but uh yeah did that and then i think it was about Oh, I want to say at 2009, 2010 time, I, I ended up getting involved with the revamped FWA, which, um, which I ran as like a kind of a, it was like a co-promotion type thing. They did a lot of shows. Um, before that, of course we had, um, another one I'm going to name drop one PW, mm-hmm. which came after the FWA. And, uh, again, those, Those kind of, that sort of time was crazy to be a fan, Stu, because I I know our mutual friend Mike Angus would go down there a lot. I only got to go a few times because it was Doncaster and it was quite a way Mm -hmm. for me to travel. Yeah. But some of the matches you used to get, again, like AJ Styles would be over, Christopher Daniels, you'd have Noah guys, you'd have Ring of Honor guys, TNA guys mixed with the UK wrestlers. And uh, it's quite unheard of now because you, you probably won't get that. Um, as many promotions working together hand in hand like that anymore but it was a a very golden time to be a fan because you was quite spoilt with what you got, there was a lot of great matches back then you had a very young rock star spud who went on to big and great things with WWE you had a very young pack as well I remember him facing AJ Styles mm, what a match. In, a, in a very high what quality a match, match yeah. um, you know the Briscoes Samoa Joe was there um, and then you had like some of the more established guys like Abyss at the time was there. Um, You know, Harry Smith started uh, with that promotion as well when he was uh, much younger. So yeah, I was kind of like spoiled and then um, started to get more into the media side, started to do the podcasting stuff with uh, WrestleLine, which is where I, I sort of came back in love with wrestling a little bit more and we'd go around to a lot of the UK promotions and uh, whenever like Ring of Honor would come over or WWE, just, just uh, do a lot of media there with those guys and um, sort of got my love back for it. There was a time, Stu, where I kind of like, I would say between the years of 2000 and I want to say 2007 to about 2010, I just wasn't watching much wrestling at all, like, including WWE. I just That memory is sort of blanked. When people talk about some things, I I have no clue what they're going on about because I just wasn't watching the product as much then. And uh, yeah, getting through back through media was a little bit different because you're sort of um, sort of on the outside, aren't you? Really, Uh, more than the inside sometimes. So it's like building that trust again with a lot of promotions, but. Again, I enjoyed it. We did, we used to do like a weekly show mainly on the American WWE stuff and uh, impact wrestling, and then started to get really sucked into the UK stuff again because um, literally, you know, from about 2012 onwards, you know, we've just seen quite a spike year mm-hmm. of just so many promotions mm-hmm. just come around and, um, you know, a real sort of. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Big feeling of the British wrestling was coming back. I mean, certainly in terms of wrestlers, um, you get to pick from now. It's, uh, it's amazing, mate. I mean, it's just so much going on, isn't it?
1: It's 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 amazing. It's amazing, like you know, the upward series. and you think, John, that's a decade now. We're into a decade, but yeah. it's it's gone from strength to strength obviously let's just take the covid scenario out of it but you know we'll, we'll call it yeah. we'll cla- we'll class it a decade absolutely and uh, there's so much good quality in there now it's it's amazing like you said fan as mm-hmm. a fan fan going to shows i don't get to the shows i i'd, I'd, yeah. love, to, I'd love to get to more shows uh, but yeah what a you know it's 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 just amazing the, the variety I mean, is you have got it?
0: to remember there was a, there was a time you'd go to a show um and it would, I remember one show, I think I've told this story so many times, so apologize for anybody that's heard this story. But there was a show I went to once, and this was about 2006, probably. Uh, it's like a leisure center. And um, yeah, this wonderful poster, like, you know, American style wrestling comes to Essex. I was like, bloody hell, it's brilliant. Got there and then i realized there was no ring <laughs> the ring there was ropes but it was held up by um bin posts and a broomstick so there was like short ropes you, you certainly couldn't bounce off it um <laughs> and then the wrestlers were actually four guys who played the whole card the whole way through the night with different masks on so we've come a long way since then and uh, you know like back then it was like a huge thing just to have like an entrance way let alone all this lighting stuff. And even, like, it's amazing now, because even some of the new promotions that start have already got all this stuff, and it baffles me sometimes. But, you know, in, in terms of the production side, that's what's really changed the most, I would say. It gives more of a better platform for the wrestlers to go out to, whereas back then, sometimes you wouldn't know what you was going into. And uh, <laughs> you'd certainly hope there was a ring um, at the upper end, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't get you can't get more carny and circus than that, John. Hey, no, yeah. no exactly. A cra- crash, mat for a break. That's what it was. <laughs> who Who have you enjoyed
1: watching? Uh, you know, obviously, so many shows now and stuff and i know there'll be there'll be a myriad of people that you like watching and i know you've stated warren banks there's one guy that you really really like but yeah some guys guys that you're really enjoying watching who've come come in now shows are back on and you've been impressed with on on in british we'll we'll Hmm. stick to british terms we'll stick to our own i think on this one (laughs) yeah
0: uh mate there's a lot to pick from there really is but um recently i'll say the most recent people that i've really picked up on this year sky smithson for one has really impressed me she's um she's really every time i've seen her she's she's got so much ability to give she is at progress at the moment but i don't think we've quite seen like her at her absolute best because i think she she needs to be given a little bit more opportunity on that sort of one-on-one level but Honestly, I've penciled her in for such high things I can't give enough praise to her. She's, she's really good. Uh, there's a tag team called The Rebellion. Um, you've probably seen me share quite a lot of their stuff. They're a tag team in based in Essex. Uh, the reason I picked those guys out is I have sort of a fondness for them because when I got back into the um, media side of things, they were the, they were the sort of first tag team I'd sort of seen for a long time that was... A, was just a tag team. They don't do singles wrestling. They are just a team. And it, it, sometimes it's hard to get now. It's like hard to find that dedicated dedicated team that just want to stick to tag team because sometimes there's opportunities that come elsewhere. And it depends really on the promotion, like how much do they value tag team wrestling to whether you can get that. But they are literally coming into their own now. They They have so many belts going around their waist there another one. Um, Chantel Jordan has always impressed me. Um, really, really good. And again, she's so young. It's crazy. Like you, you know, you don't realize how young these people are. Um, someone else who I have a very like love hate relationship, and he, he, he won't mind me saying that, um, is is Callum Newman. Callum Newman is um, a guy who I, I can see. Sky's the limit. Really is. I think he's only like nineteen at best twenty now and he's just been around for such a long time. Um he, he's really he's really gonna be, I think like I would say that next that next guy pulling towards Japan, I would say that style, um and, and getting his name out there, you know, the the sky's the limit. He's got since I last saw him, like when we had that break through, like when we had that like COVID and lockdowns, it, it was like I'd seen him then and then I saw him after that and thought blimey, he's got he's got bigger because obviously he was mm. young, his his age is still growing, I, And um and then he's he's also got like that mass on him now on his body. So he really looks the part now as well. Uh, so I can see big things for him. Obviously people know that anyway, I'm sure, because you know, he's 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 everywhere. Um, gosh, trying to think. Um, who else? I? I really need to be thinking. I'm going to yell that after this, too. That's what's going to happen. Sorry, sorry. Put <laughs> you in a bit this of a one.
1: put he you in a bit of a spot. Put you in a bit of a spot here, haven't I? Because I know there'll
0: be loads. Stu knows what he's doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like over, like Warren Banks, as I mentioned earlier, he's someone that again. He's everywhere. He really is everywhere. I was talking to Ollie Spring, who's the progress commentator. Obviously, everybody knows he's, he's all overpowered for. But I think he's like him and Warren have a very great relationship because I think that um, Ollie's a very stat person. He's very good with statistic and numbers. And he was showing me that he's called like something like 80 plus matches of Warren Banks. And then second to that was on about 30. So he's done so many mm-hmm. Warren Banks matches. So when he done that thing last week at the, uh, ball, at the, uh, sorry, at the garage for the anniversary show, which was Banks versus Gresham, now he literally said to me after the match, he was like, I was in tears. I was so passionate. I was absolutely in floods of tears calling me this match. So um, it, it's nice when you hear stories like that, that that sort of thing still, still goes on. I love to hear things like that. But yeah, Warren Banks is another one of those guys that really again sky's the limit with him he's got the look he's he's very marketable and um, he's already picking up belts now so you know i can really see him going on to, to bigger and better things as well in terms i'm going
1: to go back to powered four now in terms of powered four what have we got coming up what what events are coming on onto the platform because that would be good to get the latest on that as well
0: yeah well there's quite a lot of stuff we've got um we've got a big RCWA show coming up which is uh, based not too far from from me in general in Rainham um for those people that don't know it's run by uh, a certain Mr Osprey's mum down there she she's part of that ownership and um you know really it's one of those ones that's like it's got a really nice balance of sort of family entertainment. But again, it does have the seriousness in it as well. So it's like it, it's, you can go there as a grown up and you kind of get something from it as well as if you're a, a young child going along for the first time. And seeing these larger than life characters, um, I, I really enjoy that side of it, you know, when you can still have wrestling like that, when you show up. Um, so that's coming onto the platform. We've got a, um, trying to think we've got some catch wrestling coming up. That's going to be going on there very soon as well. Uh, wrestle Island who do some great stuff. I, I still need to get to wrestle Island. Um, ignite wrestling is another one that's run by a wrestler called CJ Carter. He used to run, um, an old promotion called Pro Wrestling Clash, which was uh, run by himself and Gene Money back in the day, and uh, it's really—I would—I would say to anyone that maybe hasn't sort of, you know, is, is sort of what is Powered for. Well, If you go on Powered dot TV now, that's absolutely free to watch. So, Pro Wrestling Clash, go along, have a look, mm. and you'll see how the platform works without having to put any money down at mm. all. And uh, just to get a bit of a taste, because Pro Wrestling Clash has like a start and a finish. It's like one of the only ones that knew it was going to start and finish after 10 shows. So it's like a TV show, Stu. Like Everything comes to an end. There's a climax and there's a payoff for the fan that watches the first show because you're going to get rewarded if you watch it closely enough so uh recommend that one like literally i've heard people say they've binge watched it like a netflix mm-hmm. series uh which is quite interesting for for wrestling shows so yeah plenty of that stuff coming on dna pro wrestling is another one they've got a really exciting card coming up actually they've got um, some great guys like ricky knight jr is going to be debuting there for the first time along with Tate Mayfairs. um they've got um, I think it's Paul Robinson and Corey McRae again he's another guy Corey McRae who really see big things for as well if anyone hasn't seen him yet go and go and check him out he's, he's really good he's got like a, an MMA background mm. as well um, and I think if you listen to his a lot of his interviews he's pretty much outright says he wasn't a wrestling fan growing up and so he's got a very different perspective of being a wrestler and it's, uh, it's quite nice it's quite refreshing in a way because he, he, he shows up as this guy and he doesn't know any other difference He's got not, not got the influences from anyone else which is uh, quite quite fascinating to see um, yeah I'm sure I mean just honestly we're getting at least what five five to sort of six shows a week at the moment that we're putting on so plenty of stuff to come Stu plenty of stuff
1: all, all on the upwards trajectory John now after that yes spell spell and nothing man but I tell you what you still have the content on there, didn't you? When we were in in the in the dark times that we were in, yeah, as well. it's great testament, library. testament yeah. to you guys. Absolutely, yeah, thank you, mate. Thank absolutely. You. And, um,
0: thank, and and while we're on the subject, you know, should should thank yourself as well, there, Stu. You've been a big part of this from day one. You thank and you. Chris with the old big fight weekly as well. Thank you, thank do you. for us, but. Also, just in general, Stu, you've always had our back, you know, always appreciate you. No problem. One of the best, one of the best out there, people. One of the best.
1: Thank you very much for that. I'll just, (laughs) I'll downplay it. I'll just downplay it. it. You know, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you to you and Rich as well. As I always say, no, thank you for always, you know, invest, investing in me. Appreciate it. Now, we're going to go into a more current thing, current situation. I don't tend to talk too much about current product and stuff. But obviously, we've had WrestleMania over the weekend. So, yeah, your thoughts, a few matches that you felt went really well, too, rather than just breaking down the whole card. Yeah, just some bits that you yeah. enjoyed over the weekend, because that was... uh that's a marathon, that is a marathon.
0: It was a marathon, it was a marathon, oh, I'm so glad uh, I said to to you off camera that I, I actually hadn't done any work this year, it's probably the first time in about eight years that I haven't covered WrestleMania in some sort of media capacity and sometimes when you're, when you're doing it like that, it's hard to enjoy, it's hard to like sit there and just relax because you're constantly thinking I've got to get this out and I've got to get that out and i'm waiting for stuff to come in and it, it's never it's never quite enjoyable um but this year i was able to just sort of chill out have a beer and just watch the show for what it is i i really i have to say Stu, i i did not have a clue of many of the matches going into this just because i've been so busy with the uk stuff so um i went in this very low expectations i've got to say but um I've got to say, very, very entertaining. You know, I think that's probably the one word I'll come out with this one. I just thought it was, uh, you know, again, low expectations. I thought the Cody Rhodes thing was done really well, the timing and everything that they used for it. Um, uh, I was quite surprised to see that they'd given him, you know, the old music was mm-hmm. there as well for A.W., you know, Ring of Honor days that was pretty cool um but yeah that that was good because i know people like WWE were being a little bit smart because they put out something in the week where they said like shane mcmahon is going to be at wrestlemania and i think they were trying to do a Mm. little bit of smoking mirrors Mm. to sort of think oh no it's probably not going to be cody after all um but i think most people knew it was going to be cody but they they couldn't be quite sure you know you just wasn't there but sometimes you need that little bit of a notice. But yeah, I thought that was done I thought the match was really good as well. It wasn't just like a return. I actually felt the match was very good. I tell you who, uh, and this might shock you, Stu, to say these two names on this show, uh, but Logan Paul. Um I was quite impressed with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that match. I have I have I have the now. I have, have the now but um I, he he looked very comfortable. Really comfortable. Didn't rush for for a new guy, like when celebrities do it or like outside athletes, you tend to see they, they might rush things a little bit and not take their time. But like he got all the camera spots right. There was a moment in it. I don't know. It must have been pre, pre-rehearsed, pre but he just looked into the hard cam for about five seconds with this smug look and then went to do his next move. I loved the fact that he did the Eddie spot. I thought that was like great heat. And then, the, you know, before the frog splash as well, but yeah, he looked, I mean, he's an athlete anyway, but he looked like very much at home with the pace and everything. And I actually thought to myself, like, blimey, he, I wouldn't say he's like a world champion or anything like that, but like he, if he wanted to take WWE up, I don't think it would be too much of a a hard thing for him to want to wanna do because I could see this guy being quite hated, um, you know, like just in general. Yeah, and it's hard these days to have really good villains and heels because, Everything's so out there these days, but I think someone like Logan Paul would probably enjoy being the villain, like like his brother, um, who's, who's probably a bit more of that. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that match as well. I thought that was decent. Um, both both the, the the Becky match I thought was excellent. I really enjoyed that as well. I felt the Ronda Charlotte match was just in the wrong place for me. I think had that been like safe, that would have gone out like first. You know, when everyone was really up for yeah. it. I think that would have been over a little bit more with the fans. It's hard sometimes because of the positioning because you just had everything before it with like the, um, the the Cody stuff and then like you, everyone's waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin at the end. So it's like if you're a fan sitting there, you want to save some energy because you know that's going to come later. Uh, what did you think, Stu? Like, I want to ask you this one before I answer, but like what did you think of the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin? Because obviously you and I, you know, we spoke about being old gits, but obviously we, we were there in the Austin times. You know, we were fanboys of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I was, I've was i always been a bit funny about when wrestlers say, oh, we're going to come out of retirement for one more match. And after I saw Shawn Michaels a couple of years ago, uh, I thought that was dreadful. Um, and I really didn't like the fact that he did it with Triple H. But your takeaway, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, age 57. <laughs> Looks amazing, I've got to say, first and foremost. Like, that bald head, mate. It's, <laughs> done, him, it's done him well. It's yeah. done him well. He, is, he's, he's been he hasn't aged. Forever. He hasn't That's aged. That's what I mean. It, I, 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 I looked,
1: to his advantage. It's, it's funny you should say that, because I was very much... Uh, in the same headspace, looking at him when I when I watched the match, yeah. and the way I the way I watched it this year because I hadn't stayed up for it, I was picking the matches I wanted to watch in the order I wanted to watch him. But yeah, yeah, just like the, the the brawl, you know, they're all over the, the stadium and that. It just it was typical. It's it's akin to to Austin. So yeah, it was done really well. Um, it was quite quite a long time, wasn't it, with the with the KO show and all that. But uh, yeah, in, in the main, mate, it was they did it. It did well. It, it did really well, and I think they'll be very happy. Uh, that the powers that yeah. be and do it with the way that's gone. And uh, yeah, just it it played to Austin's strengths, didn't it? The brawler. And, you know, we know Kevin, yeah, o- yeah, Kevin, yeah. Owens, Kev, Kevin Owens can do the brawling as well. And uh, yeah, just uh, fantastic. Brilliant. Couldn't have gone yeah. any better.
0: Ma- Couldn't have gone any better. Can you imagine waking up Kevin Owens on a Sunday <laughs> knowing I've just faced <laughs> Steve Austin? You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. You, you could retire on that now, I think, for him. But yeah, it, it was a massive thing. I didn't ever think we'd see Steve Austin in a match i thought they were just going to do like the ko show and there would be a brawl at the end of it but the fact they actually did do a match i thought was was like that next level um and and you know one thing i have to say austin's facials are so good like when he was sitting there just him reacting you, you could see it i i thought i was you know a cut above everybody else um uh, for the next night, mate, I thought, I thought it was a little. It, it was going to be hard to live up to that first night, but I think that's going to always be the case mm-hmm. now there's these two WrestleManias because it's almost like they like to leave you that first night on a happy note. Um, I think that's happened every, you know, last year it was Bianca Belair had won the belt. Um, and I think the year before that was obviously the only thing that was really different because we had COVID uh, which was the Undertaker match of AJ Styles, which was a cinematic match that everybody was talking about. Um, but I, I get a feeling that that's going to be the case a lot. They want to leave you feeling happy to go into the next you know, night of WrestleMania. But um, yeah, I mean, Brock and Roman, uh, again, it's right at the end of everything. So you've got to think that everything is like you're exhausted if you're a fan and you've sat through all this weekend of wrestling and then you finally get to this match. I felt it was good. I, felt, I think it was entertaining enough. Whether it was their best match they've had against each other, I'm not so sure. But Roman, I guess the guy that I suppose from a booking point of view made perfect sense. Uh, if they really want to go into bigger and better things with him down the line, which I'm sure they're going to look to do, um, especially maybe next year, if, if The Rock is possibly coming back for that match, that will make perfect sense um other things on on the show obviously um you know we had uh like a lot of other stuff going on i mean it, it was it was always going to be hard i mean aj and edge i think it was just for some reason it might have just been the pacing issue again like where it was in the card but I just it, it was almost like fans had sort of zoned back you, you know they were sort of knackered through that but that's happened a lot mm. Like I remember, AJ Styles versus Nakamura was a similar thing. Everyone was expecting he had it, this grand match. He had, it it he had it with Jericho. He had it with Jericho when
1: we were there in Dallas, yeah. and they obviously had to go into. Mm. I think it would have been when it would have been backlash, and they've moved events around. It always mm. seems that he... I think he just sets the bar so high, AJ, as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. and, and he, yeah. He, he's quite critical of himself. I think when uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to hit the notes he wants. It to hit the big one, does it? As such. No. Right, or is that just his high standards, John? That's what you've got to ask yourself. Yeah,
0: I think it's, it's, it's a mixture of everything. But it's also, I think, just, I think it's WrestleMania. I think it's like, you know, the days of having that that top match now, you know, like, especially anticipation for it. Like, sometimes a match now comes out of nowhere that surprises you is good, rather than the other way round going into it, thinking it's... Because, obviously, you know, going back to Nakamura and AJ, there was a lot of expectations on that. Um, given their New Japan uh, rivalry in the match they had at Wrestle Kingdom, and I thought it's going to be hard in America <laughs> at WrestleMania to get that sort of a match going again, especially with the time and everything. So, um, but mate, something else I really enjoyed over that weekend. And again, it might might make me feel like a bit of an old bore, but I always love as much as you do, do the Hall of Fame, and love love listening to the speeches. Mm-hmm. I was um, you know very very emotional with the Undertaker, like the guy just basically it's almost like um it's almost like a ted talk wasn't it by the end of it like he he came out and like he's just giving some real like life knowledge and yeah it was nice because it didn't seem like they were rushing him and uh he literally had like the mic hooked up to him it was holding it so he could so he could walk yeah. around and yeah i quite enjoyed that it was was the man little tease at the end of it as well mm. Um, you know, they love to throw that in, don't they? The what if, and I'm sure that they got many people excited, but yeah, it was nice. I mean, given that this is a guy that, uh, probably like most has gone through my whole childhood and adulthood, almost as a fan watching him wrestle. Like there's never been a time he hasn't been there. So it's, uh, it's kind of sad and good at the same time. You know, I, I was, I was pleased they did it. And, um, yeah, that ovation at the beginning was, was Amazing. crazy. I mean, Amazing sort of how long respect. that went on. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, um, obviously, I was, I was even, I, I, was, I was happy as well to see Vader finally go in. I wish he could have, like, seen that and, and done it himself, you know, because he'd been ill those last couple of years and I know he, I think he'd shown up for uh, Stan Hansen's Hall of Fame. I was, prior, I was there. I think he I was there him. for that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I, thought, was... I thought, I thought, being that that was the case, I thought he'd go in the year after because I thought like, ah, oh, they'll they'll sort that now. But uh, disappointed in that respect that he didn't get to have that moment. But I'm glad he's finally there because he's someone I've always kind of really liked as a big guy worker um, in that. And yeah, it was it was it was a good lineup actually this year. I felt. I think, like I, I wanted it was, I
1: wanted to hear a little bit more from the Steiner's. I know uh, Rick Rick kind of gave Scott. The forum did not need to, to say what he needed to say. Obviously, we've heard about the bad blood as it pertains to Scott Steiner when he was there in his last run. But yeah, it was. Very, yeah. I, I, I wanted a little bit more from the Steiners, but I know they needed to allocate the time to take her. I get that. But um, as as Hall of Fames go, it was a lot shorter than previous Hall of Fames when you think about it. But yeah. we've had, we've yeah, had yeah. more. We've had
0: more inductees, haven't we, in previous years? they have had yeah. more people going it's, in it. It's because everything's so long because they recorded that on the back end of SmackDown. So if you're sitting there SmackDown, I think it was, I think legit real time, it was quarter past midnight in America that they finished the Hall of Fame. So it's a long time as a fan to sit down, watch Smackdown, the tapings before it. And then obviously they've got to change everything around, then go into the Hall of Fame stuff. And I suppose if you're a fan, it's, it's lengthy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so it's one thing if you're just showing up for the Hall of Fame. It's another if you've got to sit through a show and then sort of, um, you know, transition. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll always be a fan of it. Still people I want to see in it, but I'm guessing I'm going to have to wait.
1: Absolutely. So I'll tell you, going back to Mania uh, night two as well, very impressive, Pat McAfee. The the elef- oh, yes. the elevate yes. the elevation like the elevation that he jumped up to then hit hit the move on Austin Theory. I know he's uh, from mate, he's, I know he's from you the don't, NFL. You, you don't I, think I know he's, he's, could do it either, no do you, you know? can but tell you, you can tell he's been in sport. You know how he got up to that, the top the top rope the spring on him and the moves they were hitting it was it was very good. And then obviously Vince <laughs> 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 the, the stunner. I saw the video with Foley. I saw the video with Foley oh, yesterday. The stunner. Oh. <laughs> Foley was, gif ever, no? Foley was gone. Foley was gone,
0: wasn't he? In that clip, uh, but was, yeah. Um, I mean, Austin was gone. I mean, Stone Cold was just laughing his nuts off after it happened. Someone like. said, "Someone said Vince needs to do yoga. He needs to stop lifting weights." <laughs> 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 I think so. I mean, that was I, I completely uh, missed that out as well. But like, you know, when I saw Vince, because like, it was rumored, wasn't it, for a little while that Vince was going to do the match originally. And then I thought, oh, maybe he's thought better of it. Someone's had a, someone's had a word in his ear, like, no, nah, maybe, maybe just stand out there instead. But when his top come off, mate, and, <sighs> and the, the black vest top was there, I was like, oh, Christ, here we go. And the pop for it was huge. Like, people still love to see Vince again. I mean, he's, what, 76-year-old mm-hmm. guy now. Um, and to be honest yeah, with yeah. you, it's like, you know what? It, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, Austin McMahon. Makes sense to have that but the, the match with McAfee yeah it was a little bit hard to sort of suspend your disbelief but you know still still good entertainment it's mm-hmm. still going to be one of those moments that I'm sure goes to outlets different media outlets like ESPN looking at Pat McAfee versus the owner of WWE a 76 year old man or Vince McMahon so that all gone that goes to a different type of media that's not wrestling like because I just think there's that outside interest and then like Austin to come down. Um, <laughs> I was just waiting for the stun on my husband. Because there's one bit, he, he, he goes to his knees first because he's almost like thinking the stun is going to come before that. Goes to his knees, then realises Austin hasn't quite got it. So then gets up, backs himself into the rope, then falls into Austin. And it, it's just like a, it's just like water uh dropped yeah, It'd gone mate. There was uh, no there
1: was point. no yeah. there was no power. There was no uh, I don't know just his <laughs> body his body had gone somehow. especially like it's top off and all that, but uh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I remember <laughs> I remember talking about Pat McAfee a, f- a few years back. Obviously, he was involved in NXT. SP3 said how, how good you know he's been there, and I was a bit sceptical. Then he went into War mm-hmm. Games, had a good showing at that War Games, and they did that. And uh, to be fair, he, he's made a believer out of me. And then obviously, everyone's saying yep. about his his, his calibre on commentary. Obviously, his show, his podcast. Uh, he's he's made a believer out of me. I'll hold my hands up. I was a bit sceptical about him at first, mm-hmm. and um, SP yeah. SP3 was like you know raving about him even then, and I, I was kind of dismissive. But yeah, he's uh he, he's fun, he's been fantastic, and I know he's he's well well thought of in in the industry now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 really good stuff. No, I enjoyed it, mate.
1: It was solid, wasn't it? Considering, I think sometimes when the expectations are lower, I think and I think that's what the, what the case of it was. I think that a lot of the times it can deliver. I remember I remember being at um, thirty one. And on paper, it looked amazing, but we weren't expecting, you know, a, a mega show, and it and it blew everything mm. out the water. It blew everything out the water. It exceeded everyone's expectations. So, considering a lot of people are a bit tuned out with Raw, SmackDown, you know, doing it weekly and stuff, I think they've done fantastic, haven't they, John?
0: Yeah, yeah, they made it feel big again and and special, and I think that's what you want sometimes from from a WrestleMania point of view anyway, like that's what it should be. It's the spectacle of it. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good time to be a fan really. I mean, Absolutely. there's so much, so much going Dude, on. What else in
1: terms of American product, you get a chance to watch AEW Impact you know, obviously, bring of Honor is now back yeah, I as mean, well.
0: How how you how are yeah, you with
1: AEW? Because I haven't really spoke to you about AEW off camera.
0: Yeah, no, I I not get to see much AEW like I did when it first started. I was watching it every week. Um, and then as time's gone on, I've just sort of with with everything going on in over here, it's just very hard to fit that in with everything else with WWE as well. But yeah, I keep my eye on it. I mean, I'm still. I'm still um i still like what they're doing I, I kind of think they're still finding their feet as well because you've got to remember it's still a pretty new company considering um everything it's just because they've got they're very well off financially i think people think they should be this you know established top tier promotion that's not going to make mistakes but you've got to remember it's going to take some time yet to find who they really are what their identity is I still think they're finding that now. I still think they've tried things and maybe it hasn't worked in a way they'd like. Um, The the only thing I I am put off sometimes by them is that they they always seem to sign a lot of ex-WWE people as soon as they're released. It drives me mad. There's too Um, many now. Uh, In in,
1: in retrospect, I think there's too many guys. I've said this when they've been acquired. Mm. uh, Sorry, I've jumped in here. It's just like, how much much talent can you possibly acquire before they're getting lost in the shuffle two three months later because you've then got the next guy Uh, so yeah sorry I'm jumping in but yeah I'm very that's one thing I'm switched off about uh, when can it stop this revolving door Mm -hmm. of right they leave WWE and they're coming in
0: yeah and and I kind of feel like it won't be too long until they end up with the problem that WWE had for a long time which was a lot of people will call that the mid card era which is just a lot of guys who look the same, positions the same. There's no real ladder. So you have to be careful sometimes when you do that because you don't want to... I, I think being a little bit more picky wouldn't be a bad idea sometimes for AEW. You know? I, I know it's like maybe too much of a, <coughs> a carrot dangled in front of them not to go after them and show their fans that we can get this and this person and that. But... Um, yeah, I mean, but then again, they've made some some amazing signings in the likes of Brian Danielson and CM Punk, for instance. Um, CM Punk especially because, you know, he wasn't doing anything uh, before that. So, you know, they're doing the right things. But again, I just think they're finding themselves still. So it be interesting to see, like, next couple of years, you know, uh, where all this goes for them because it's one thing remember before they were doing tv they were just doing those big events and they were always doing well but that's because we didn't have tv every week i think mm. tv sometimes that's where it gets difficult the consistency because it's all right for like the first 10 weeks and then you realize blimey like it's, <laughs> it's constant and you've got to try and put on these great weekly shows you've got two of them now as well and then you get to a pay-per-view so it's hard sometimes um, because they're still of course, in that way of doing things they're still in the pay-per-view business as well so they've got to really try and ramp up what they can sell to you as a customer.
1: Punk Punk now as well he's fighting on he's fighting on TV with regularity I think they were just trying to get, get his promos in initially when he first came back and it was very sporadic, the mm. matches, wasn't it? But now, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the week before la- last, it was Cash Wheeler, FTR, he, he faced him. And then Max Caster from The Acclaimed just this past Wednesday. So he's fighting on the shows. Obviously, he's trying to build himself up into uh, the title picture now, mm-hmm. isn't he? Which he said about. Yeah. But it's good good that he's in with the younger guys. Uh, I, li- I like that Mac, uh, Max Caster. I think he's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's got the build. He's good on the mic. Um, so yeah, it was good. It's good to see him. Even though he's going over these guys, he's giving them the rub as well, isn't he? The younger guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, like I say, I watch all the pay per views. I just don't get to see too much TV. That's that's the thing. I need. Uh, I need magazines like they used to be. Shoes, you <laughs> know, when we used to collect. Them, that's what I need. So, so I need to catch up with my information. But obviously you see all this stuff over the internet, but uh, yeah, actually sitting down and watching it, I, I just don't get the time unfortunately.
1: It's it's so hard, mate. I, I wanna watch NWA. I'm so far behind with NWA yeah, now. That's they've another been one. putting on they've been putting on such good stuff from what I can see and yeah. uh it's just like you say it, it's not enough time it's not enough hours in the day in, in the week mm-hmm. to to get it all watched yeah. but it is great yeah mate, it's it, a lot going on it's great it's it's great at the same time though john mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's fantastic you spoke with choice i tell you absolutely spoke back to powered four now if you can just plug
1: powered four you know See to subscribe and stuff like you know just tell people uh, what they're getting yeah. obviously there is free content as you've said there's free matches as well which is fantastic but yeah, yeah just uh, Powered 4 in closing and what's on offer and prices yeah and no
0: like. worries mate um uh, yeah I mean so, so literally Powered 4 you know we, we look, you've got 30 plus promotions loads of promotions including LWF we've got Odyssey Wrestling Catch Pro Wrestling as I've mentioned earlier RCWA um just a whole bunch of promotions and we've got archive stuff from the likes of fnw as well on there. um we've got wrestling classics on there i mean literally it's just a variety we do have american shows on there as well the likes of uh, xww which is um is is a new one that actually do a weekly show for us so they're one of the few that have like a tv show going uh, every Tuesday. So if you if you kind of want to get your fix of that, you can get that as well. But it's all under one roof. Um, that's the good thing with us. You haven't got to pay separate subscriptions. $7.99 is the price. Everything under one roof. Like I said before, there's free content on there as well. If you want to go over there and just sample some of the stuff, including Stu's Wrestling Podcast, has been Thank on you. there since the very day one. Uh, and again, great interviews there. But we have... Plenty of other stuff on there as well on our media side, the Black like, Sports sportske, True Hill Heat, uh our, our good mutual friend Jay, Justin Clapper as well. Hey, he's, back. Give him he's, a mention. He's, he's back. Doing, he's back. Yeah. He's doing the stuff. He's he's doing stuff for us as well with uh with some of the, the, the content that we've got. So yeah, I mean literally British wrestling, this is where you can see it. If you want to see more of it, um, you know, as I said, go and check out TV. Have a look around. Um, you know, there's no there's no hidden things. You're not going to see. You will see exactly what you're getting uh, from from the get go. So yeah, go and check it out. Uh, we've been going for a couple of years now, uh, and you know we're only going to grow it even more. So uh, yeah, please go ahead and uh, give us give us a give us a watch. Everything you know, just, just sample it at least. A good a good thing within within the on demand as
1: well. It's all chaptered because you don't get that. Yes. you don't get that with the WWE network. You, you do you do with no, you, quite, you yeah. do with past shows that like all the old shows. It's all the matches are in. Uh, it's a great it's a great feature, John. You know it, it, it's great. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've got my uh, got to give props to Rich there because he does all that, yeah. uh, all that hard work, and uh, he does very well at it. Um, so yeah, I mean he he got confused the other day, Stu, because um, there was a, a Triumph show went in, and he had the name John Scott on there as as wrestling, so it threw him out a bit. And um, if you wanna. If you want to see if I really did get in the ring, then go and check it I out. I need to have a look but, uh, at this. I, I, I believe <laughs> I've been credited on bloody cage match. So um, yeah, oh. that the, com- the confusion there on that one. But yeah, he was very thrown out when he when he put that into oh, the mate. chapters. So.
1: Yeah, great yeah. work, great work from you two as well. Thank you, man. Unbelievable you. that you know, all that all that content. You know, it's that's a lot. It's a lot for you, for you to do, but you do it. And yeah, look forward to the future with Powerful.tv. So thank you also, very much. Also, Stu. Before yeah, sorry, before, sorry, before, yeah. before
0: we go, my now nah, before we go, my friend, how is uh, how is the commentating gig going for you? Because I know that's something you've got into recently. We're getting we there. Talk about it, and yeah, you know, we're getting I, there. I've just I've just started to get back into it myself. Now it takes a bit of time. It does take a bit of time to uh, to get back into the rhythm again, but We've, you know the stuff I've heard you from is good. Mate. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I
1: just, I, I just, um, I'm a bit. Oh my god, I've not done that right, I've done this right. Very, you know. Uh, but it, it seems to me the last couple of shows, the confidence is there, John and Mike. It's yeah. it just, it just doing it with Mike because we we have a laugh. Like JJ was up on the stage at the monitor, mm-hmm. and he can see the pair. I saw you pair. Giggling and and you know and all that sort of stuff going on. So he, he, yeah, it's been brilliant with Mike. You know what? What more can I say you, about Mike?
0: Um, do you find it? Oh, I can't. I, I find it really difficult to watch it back I, <laughs> when I commentate because can I pick do. up on words. the yeah. Time. I'm like, we yeah. use. <laughs> <saying that?" laughs> it, it's just
1: it, there is there is repetition. We're all very repetitious. Mm. I think we, we say say the are definitely. But uh, you know, Mike. Mike will have it all written down. Mike has everything down, and then uh, you know, right, doing this, doing that. But I can just—I kind—I kind of just call it as I see it on colour. You know, mm, he, yeah. he, he's got all that. He's got all of the notes down for himself there. Um, but mm. I'm—he's I'm, I'm, like, come on, go and ask this one, go and ask that one. But I, I like because I'm getting to know the characters, and obviously we've had people consistently through on the shows. It's getting—it's mm-hmm. getting easier because you've got the backstory now. You got the backstory yeah, to guys, yeah. and uh, yes, with the violent gentlemen society or heel faction, yeah, it was good to do yeah, some yeah. heel. It was good to do some heel commentary uh, at the chagrin mm-hmm. at the chagrin of Mike. I tell you, he was going mad at me. <laughs> but I channeled I channeled my inner Bobby Heenan on the comms nice. for that for their matches. Yeah. But uh, it's been great. It's been really good, John. Thank you for asking about that.
0: Yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, congratulations on everything, and uh, hope it goes well. More to come for the future, I'm sure. Yeah, we've
1: got the May we've got the May show in your scout. So we've got that coming. Mm-hmm. That that'll be it before we know it. And uh, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. good because there's good good space in between shows yeah with Superstar yeah. it's well spaced absolutely John anything to add before we close out anything else I no, my
0: friend it's been, a real, it's been a real pleasure to be on here finally um, I'm not on the I'm not on the bad list anymore I can't <laughs> pick that off I've made it I'm on the Stew's Wrestling Podcast uh, but I, you know what mate I still hope that you and I are going to see each other in person you're like the one guy I still haven't seen I've seen Angus now a few times oh he mate he's appeared in front <clears throat> of me like, I know I'm Kyle real. You've seen Kyle Rhodes, well. yes. You've yes. seen yeah. Kyle Rhodes. Uh, give give a shout out. I'll give yeah. a shout out to young Kyle. I know he'll probably watch this back, but uh, he's he's actually. I think he's doing something with me tomorrow as we Brilliant. talk on this interview. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, with uh, Eric Young, so I think he's coming down to do some media. Oh, those, mate. So a oh big mate. Shout that... out to young Kyle yeah. Rogers. Going.
1: He's a good, he's good lad. He's a very good lad, and yeah, that'll be good that tomorrow. I bet you both made up doing that. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. And I don't know when, but yeah, somewhere down the line, mate, we will meet. Somewhere. Progress, somewhere, yeah. progress, progress in Manchester, maybe at the Ritz. Possu- yes, that, they're that's, doing a tour, aren't
0: they? That, yep. That'd
1: be that'd be the one, because that's that's like an hour yep. and a half away from here. But yes, my guest today, owner of Powered4.tv, it is the Mercurial John Scott. Thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much for coming on to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, man.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure.
1: Well, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. What an episode. Finally, after two years and all the support I've had from powerful.tv, I have had John Scott on and it was amazing. It was amazing. What a history in the business. He's had some great stories there. He's been doing some great interviews as well. It shows progress to name, but a few he's had some great interviews. Jonathan Gresham, Session Moth, Martina, amazing amazing and it was a pleasure it was a pleasure john having you on thank you so so much for looking out for me man nothing's ever a problem and uh, yeah just thank you so so much big big thank you to evade escape for the opening music and the closing music as you can hear right now a big thank you to mike angus as always my good friend for the introductions and for editing the show, Mr. Christeton, as always, fantastic. Thank you very, very much and it's much appreciated. And we'll see you soon for episode 114 of Stew's Wrestling Podcast.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.